0: Welcome to a special edition of the Bumblecast. I'm your host, Ian Flynn, the Bumble King, and joining me as always is my Bumble co-host, Kyle, JCRB Kraus.
1: Hello, hello. We have not only one guest here today, but they've also brought a friend. Hello, might of Geborah. Hello. A- and friend. <laughs> <laughs> How is
2: everyone doing today?
1: Mirror predeterminism. Welcome to the show.
2: Man, it's good to be here. Cause Gabor, what did he pay? Like a hundred dollars, and then he brought me out here. I feel <laughs> bad because I didn't even pay anything.
3: <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Don't feel don't feel bad about that. Just, just you know how you can pay me back. Just help me with this uh episode.
2: Yeah, sure thing, man. Sure thing. <laughs> so, for those
0: folks who don't know you already, might of Gebora, mere predeterminism. Who are you, and what is it that you do on the interwebs?
3: Okay, well, I'm the Mind Gebra. I uh, one of my hobbies is coding and making fictional power scaling videos. Although I've grown more of an interest in uh, Sonic's worldview and cosmology over the time, and yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty out there. I, I got to tell you.
1: Alright.
2: Uh, as for me, I'm basically planning on like getting my uh in my rep for YouTube and on Discord and stuff. I basically like to analyze like fictional stories, you know, talk about character analysis, like philosophies for them, and you know, just basically anything I find interesting. I like a lot of anime and video games and stuff, especially Capcom. I just love Street Fighter Six
1: nice
0: cool 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 so we've established who we are we've established where we are what you want to do with your time
3: okay uh we'll just ask a series of questions or clarify some things and that'll be the end of it also uh dad mom big brother uh friends uh i'm internet famous shout out to you guys
2: (laughs) We can take turns, like you can go first and then I go second.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Go for it. Okay, so uh, uh, you're going to hate me for this, but we've, we've covered this in the Bumblecast Lives, but people aren't going to stop asking you unless they get a direct answer. So I kind of want to save you guys from that. So basically, you agree, in. You agree that the concepts of mathematics exist in Sonic's world, right? I don't see why not. Exactly. Geometry. uh, Before
0: we go any further with this, let me just specify, I am not the singular authority on Sonic. I mean, I know a lot of trivia. I've worked with the franchise for a long time, but I am not the word of God on the franchise.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, people like to they like to have other eyes and other minds who might have insight on the series. Uh, I
0: feel like it's particularly insightful. I mean, you have clearly there's some degree of engineering because they build machines. Engineering is based on math. So one could assume there's math. I don't find that that hard a concept to grasp.
3: Exactly.
0: Why is that controversial?
3: (laughs) I don't look, it's, let's just say it's obvious to people like me and you, but not to other people. Now let me go into the next phase of what I wanted to say. Geometry is part of math, right?
0: Yes. As far as I've understood it. Yes. Given my grades, maybe don't take me at face value, but yeah.
3: (laughs) Okay. Now, geometry covers things like higher dimensions. So if we said that Sonic's universe contains the concepts of mathematics, it would cover geometry, which would cover the concepts of higher dimensions. So there is a possibility it could be extra-dimensional or whatever have you. It could be infinite dimensional or whatever. It dimensions aren't really uh, a hard concept to grasp, at least at least like visualizations and pictures of it. So I think that's where I stand. I think it's agreeable. But what do you think, Ian? Sure. All right.
0: I'm, I'm no mathematician. I'm no theoretical physicist. It's, I'll, I'll take your word for it on this breadcrumb trail.
3: All right. Uh, and the last thing. You already told me personally that any variation or permutation of the, hey, uh, does, mathemat- does this mathematical thing exist? And Sonic, uh, the answer is yes, right? I, I
0: guess. I, I mean, math is math, is it not? As long as it's a, a proven. What do they used to? What do they call it? I'm having. I'm trying to conjure math. No, don't don't, 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 do don't,
3: don't yourself
1: don't stress,
0: too hard.
3: Don't stress yourself out. <laughs> I, <laughs> I already, have I already proof. got what you're saying. Everyone got there. We what go. You're
0: yeah, saying. we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. I mean, if it's real math, I don't see why not. I mean, it's not like 100% applicable because real-world physics obviously doesn't apply to Sonic. It's full of goofy cartoon logic, but... Oh,
3: I agree with that.
0: But just, you know, the idea that someone's going to write a 1 plus 1 equals 2, sure. Why not?
3: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know what you're saying. And that's perfect. And you said that everything exists in Sonic's multiverse... That will never change.
0: Within
2: the scope of the franchise,
0: sure.
3: Yes, got it. Oh, okay, okay, Mayor, you can ask your question.
2: Oh yeah, so uh, does the sci and Cy stand for, like, Cyclone or Cyberspace? I'm assuming Cyberspace, but I'm not sure myself. Ah. Uh, it does seem to be
1: Cyberspace, that's, yeah. That seems the most likely, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's where his powers in frontiers are coming from, is from cyberspace. So
2: Exactly, I was arguing with a friend on this.
3: Okay, so, Ataro Toyota supervises the worldview and setting of Sonic the Hedgehog, right? And what's your relationship with him, and how high of an authority is he on Sonic, to your knowledge? I'm not... 100%
0: 100% uncertain how the hierarchy falls out, to be honest, but as far as I know and as far as I'm concerned, he is my superior, and he would have to sign off on whatever I would propose at my level.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. That's uh, th- uh, that's good. Uh, okay. Uh, Mayor?
2: Okay, so after reading Sonic Universe issue 67... I realized how much Shadow and Knuckles, like, click together as rivals in the literal sense more than Sonic and Shadow ever did, like, pretty much after Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, So, is it possible that the Sonic series could ever, like, acknowledge this dynamic in the continuity again? Or, like, and and then also, um, who do you think is, like, has better martial arts and combat skills in general between Shadow and Knuckles?
0: I think it's always an option and a fun to mix and match the characters, see what their dynamics are. Uh, I wouldn't imagine that a Sonic and Shadow, st- uh, sorry, Knuckles and Shadow story would be too much different because that period of universe I was more or less writing as if these were mainline characters anyway. Um, and sorry, I already lost what the second half of your question was.
2: Oh, uh, um, basically, I said who has like better combat skills in general. I, I, I,
0: Um, they both seem equally disciplined and trained, and they're both incredibly strong. I don't know if I could pick one over the other, necessarily. Uh,
2: Gabor?
3: Okay, uh, I kind of had a... Okay, so, this is a fuzzy topic. I know that Archie isn't, like, canon to the games insofar as in it doesn't happen in that particular universe, but there's this one specific part of Archie Comics that has me questioning the canon. And it, I think you can guess, uh, it's something that Sega approved of with Capcom. It's Sonic and Mega Man Worlds Collide. I'm not talking about the sequel. I'm talking about the first one. Now, there are uh, some hints that it may have been canon, I think. Uh, one, Sega approved of it to be published. Two, uh, there there are comic strips that say that it happens at the end of Sonic Generations. And three, it was promoted by Sega themselves, and the official Sega account said that it happens in the it happens in each of their respective video game universes. So I was wondering, was it canon? Is it still canon? How does that work? You said said the intention was that Worlds Collide Sonic was basically game Sonic?
0: At the time, yeah. But because of its association with Archie, that kind of legally poisons the well. So in terms of modern Sonic as it is, I wouldn't consider it canon.
3: No. Okay. Got it. Mayor, you can go.
2: Okay, so what are your thoughts on a Sega versus Capcom game since Sonic's becoming more combat-focused?
1: I'm surprised we haven't had it
3: already.
2: I-
1: I, yeah, I agree. We've talked about this before. Like It's so weird. There's Sega has a lot of fighting game franchises. Capcom, of course, is like the king of fighting game franchises. There's really no reason why it shouldn't exist, but here we are. <laughs> I mean, if they announce it tomorrow, all is forgiven. Just
0: give it. Make it. Please. <laughs>
2: it's going to be peak fiction. Actually,
0: oh my God, I just saw somebody uh, putting together their own like fan roster or maybe it's their own fan game or something. And they had vice in the mix. And
1: it's like, yep. yes, you are correct. Proceed. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, yep, yep. Wonder if Ian saw this. E- turns out you did.
0: <laughs> I think I'm just like drawn to it. Perhaps if I complain enough online, the universe will
2: align to my needs. <laughs> Here's hoping. I mean, I wonder how Ristar and Knights would play.
1: Very stretchy <laughs> for Ristar, yeah. Oh, his reach <laughs> would be insane. <laughs> it's like putting Rayman in your fighting game. <laughs> Gabora.
3: Okay, uh, going off of the previous question that I had uh, you mentioned on Reddit, I think that was you anyway, that uh Canon and Sonic is dependent on what uh Sega uh approves of or is applicable to the brand. How does that work?
0: Well, it's their brand, so whatever they say goes. Like for a while it was operating under the notion of there being two worlds, the animal world and the human world, and some of the games were written within that context, even though the division was never really implicitly stated. And then later it was decided, no, i are not going to work with that premise anymore. So now it's just one world. And that vision is now retroactively applied to everything that has come before.
3: Oh, okay. And, uh, uh, you said that, uh, okay. So you said that the Sonic, the things on the Sonic channel, like they're being treated as canon. Were you told that, or is that just an assumption?
0: That's my assumption. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't see why not,
1: but I did not receive, like, an official memo or anything. Except for the Isekai stuff, probably. That's my assumption, would be that those are not, like, necessarily canon to the mainline universe, at least, but... The thing with the Isekai is, from my
0: understanding, is that there is a set-up premise. Okay. That Eggman did some mad science, and we're seeing, like weirdo split off realities or whatever, but I'm assuming it's all going to wrap up at the end saying wasn't that a weird adventure and now we're back to normal, so it's effectively harmless. Okay. (laughs) Makes sense.
2: Okay, so uh, it's been like a while since I played Sonic Rush. I remember last time there was like two endings, you know, (laughs) if you beat Sonic as Blazers, this ending, vice versa. Like, did they already say which ending was canon?
0: I don't think there was, like, a divergent story. I think it's more like... Because there's the Sonic and Blaze boss fight, and I think it's implied that it's more or less a draw by the end of it. Either Sonic has the upper hand or Blaze does, and then they move on to the rest of the game. So I don't think there's really a divergent storyline there. Mm.
3: Okay.
2: Uh Gaborah?
3: Okay, End. Uh, I just want to you to elaborate on this. Uh, you said if something is infinite in sonic that it 's infinite in all its aspects and permutations, so say uh the end of time in the in sonic generation's uh prima guide, it stated that uh it 's an infinite tunnel dimension, so like would it be infinite in in every single way, or just limited, in in infinite in some ways and limited in others.
0: Well, number one, the Prima Guide. I don't know if that had any Sega eyes on it. It might just be the Prima Guide. So anything that isn't you know direct from the source, you don't necessarily want to take at face value as canon. But I would imagine the White Void is you know endless. If you just keep walking in one direction, you're going to just find more void.
3: Oh yeah, that uh actually ties into what the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter posted in 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 the pictures of uh how the ways Sonic has saved the world or beaten Eggman. It said that the white void is an endless place. It that was shocking. I wasn't sure if it was actually infinite or not. Yeah.
1: Well, it is timeless, too. Like, as in, there's no time there.
3: Yeah. So... All right. mirror, you can go.
2: Okay. So, basically, I've been, like, researching time travel, apparently. And, like, before I say this, I do have, like, a visual image in case you get confused. But, essentially, if you go to the past, you'll go to a different timeline. And if you try to go to the future, you'll go to a timeline where you went to both the past and the future. So you can like never go back to the original universe. Uh, what, what do you think of that?
0: That's one theory, yeah. No real way to test it.
2: Here it is.
0: Yeah. So the, the key principle here is that you go to the past, that past becomes your present, therefore you cannot return to your original future because you've altered the past,
2: thus creating a new
0: future.
3: Yep, that's pretty much the basis of it. Yeah. Essentially, just sense
2: time sense. traveling more makes more universes or timelines.
1: Yep, that's yeah, definitely uh, that's definitely a thing that uh, could happen. I don't know. I've never done it, so I couldn't tell you for sure. <laughs> <but>. <laughs>
3: All
2: right, Gaborah?
3: All right. Okay. So the whole Sonic Forces promotion of Infinite being the strongest foe Sonic has faced. I uh went to Ataro Toyota about it and asked him about uh whether or not Infinite being Eggman's masterpiece was true at the time. And he said Eggman certainly said so. And this got me thinking. He could potentially be above the Phantom King, or at least the base, he could be above like Eggman's previous inventions, or At the very least, he could be above the previous enemies or foes Sonic has faced in the past in his regular state, like his blue Sonic. So, Ian, is infinite, would you say infinite is above Sonic's previous foes that he fought in his standard form? Uh
0: without like going through and putting a measuring stick to everyone ever I guess in terms of raw potential the phantom ruby and the whole virtual constructs thing is kind of broken
3: yeah that's it's pretty unbalanced i'm still <sighs> not sure i'm still not I think sure. you can
0: maybe you can maybe make a case to say nephless is more because time travel itself is even more broken since he can just like flit around anywhere willy nilly but I don't know, when you get to that level of, like, space and time manipulation, any kind of conventional scaling just kind of goes out the window. It's pointless at that point. They are just bad men. And Sonic still kicks him in the face and wins. Except for Mephlas. Mephlas straight up shanked Sonic. So, eh, maybe the proof's in the pudding.
3: Alright, alright, alright. Uh, Mayor, you can go.
2: Okay, so here's a question from a friend. Is there an official list of what stuff is and isn't canon?
1: Uh,
0: a growing list in terms of game events and aspects of games and that's being cultivated now yeah
3: okay and i want to elaborate on on that i mean i mean i want elaboration on that uh is this stuff being overseen by takashi azuka and uh, Ataro toyota by any chance Yes, oh they're being God. approved
0: by the bosses. Come on.
3: Yes, this hey, look, I just had to be sure, man. I just like to be sure. Okay, so here's my question. Uh, I always think that the games, like anything that's in the games, contributes to Sonic's worldview in one way or the other. Like a unified Sonic experience. Even if it's not necessarily the same universe. like sonic boom it 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 adds uh it adds a little uh bit of information to sonic's world and what people what kind of theories people might make on it you also get a bit of feel of their culture with the jokes they make that kind of thing is that uh do you agree with that
0: i you don't want to read too much into everything especially in boom's case boom was at least as far as the TV show went, a a gag sitcom. There's only so much culture to be found in situational humor when the writing objective is to tell a joke, not necessarily
3: world-build. All right, all right. But otherwise?
0: To a degree, yeah. You sift through all the information provided and assess what is meant to be conveyed as world-building, what is not, and take from it what you will.
3: All right. Uh, Mayor, you can go.
2: Okay, so basically, there's this uh YouTuber named Ari Scarlet. He made a video called Downplay the Hedgehog Episode 4.5. And he basically explains how the hero ending of Sonic Adventure 2 contradicts the last and dark ending. And, like, the information, it seemed to make, like, a lot of sense. So, like, would you both consider checking it out on your own time?
0: I might have to avoid it just because I, this is me in ignorance. I haven't seen the video. I don't know his material, but if he is providing his own rationalization for story content, then that really would kind of boil down to a fan idea. And if I were to implement that in a professional capacity, that's me taking his hard work and using it myself. And that I try to avoid. So, uh, I think I kind of know already where he would be going with it. I think there's some hand wavy uh, explanations here and there, but uh, not seeing it and probably shouldn't get involved with it within, the, within my professional capacity. I'm not going to you know, dismiss it either. I don't know what his rationale is or how much work he's put into it. So in general, I shall abstain. Fair enough.
2: Gabora.
3: This is more of a video game question. Uh, I guess it's kind of a lore question. Uh, okay, so in Sonic and the Secret Rings, Sonic is supposed to travel through the uh, Arabian Nights, right? Uh, I think there's like there's like in the game there's pages you collect for the Arabian Nights, yeah. and it's in the special book. I've always okay, I've always uh taken that as. The Arabian Nights getting to know Sonic's uh, adventures because I noticed that in the Arabian Nights, it contains uh, it contains Sonic Adventure, Sonic Shuffle, and a lot of the other events that Sonic has went through. Like, I don't know how you would explain that. It's a magical book. Sonic even says so in uh, Sonic Generations. But, like, would you take like, the menu looks like a page out of the Arabian Nights. So, like, would you say that the entire game is uh, is part of the Arabian Nights, or no?
0: I am a bit lost where you're going with this. Okay. In part because it's been a long time since I played Secret Rings, so I'm not sure what is being
3: collected here. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Okay. 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 What other question can I ask? Why thinking about that, Mirror, you go.
2: Okay, so this is a question from a friend. Considering that Sonic Mania is now canon to the main timeline, that brings a question: If Eggman didn't know about the Phantom Ruby, as seen in the Sonic Forces prequel comic, and Sonic and Tails don't remember going through Sonic Generations as their classic selves, and why and how then why and how do they remember Sonic Mania but not that? Did the Phantom Ruby fuse the timelines after the events of Sonic Forces?
0: This ties back into your earlier question about uh, what is canon and it's whatever the licensor wants at the time. So as of Sonic Forces, there was an idea of two timelines of classic being its own thing. But then it was decided that they are all one timeline. So there's only so many cracks the plot spackle is going to cover. So if you want to say that the Phantom Ruby caused some timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly mental degradation,
2: sure, that works. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like retconning. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a lot of that. Some of, the,
0: some, some of the retcons will be gentle. Some of them will be applied with a sledgehammer. <laughs> there's only so much that can be done with a 30-year franchise.
3: 30 yeah, like I... I noticed that, like, in uh, in Sonic and the Black Knight, I recall uh, uh, Merlina saying that she wanted to make an endless kingdom, like, a kingdom that never ends. But in the Encyclopedia, it was changed to she wanted to freeze the world of Camelot instead. Like, that was purposeful revision, right?
0: No, it's the same thing, just worded differently.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. This comes from an anonymous person. He wanted me to ask this question. Uh, if the Sonic series continues to have Sonic perform crazy moves and attacks in future installments, do you think its consistency means we can begin to see this performed in the comics? It would be glorious to see Adam Bryce Thomas drawing Sonic performing the cross-slash or Sonic Boom attack from Frontiers. Well, that would yeah, be amazing, and-
0: anything adam draws is going to be gold but uh (laughs) from my understanding as of this recording a lot of those flashy moves are sonic channeling the uh cyberspace power to do all that funky stuff Uh, i don't foresee him retaining that moving forward but if and when the next major game comes out and he is is doing that then clearly i have a lot of crow to eat
2: delicious i know that sonic is like shown to basically resist the time stuff like time powers like in sonic adventure 2 with the switchers i think it was in crazy gadget or it was the last story like when you basically hit an orb it just stops time and the entire environment but like And notice that he did get affected by chaos control. Like, is there an explanation for that?
0: Well, a lot of characters could use those little time switches. So I'd imagine my personal interpretation is that they were early chaos control experiments by Gerald messing with, you know, time stoppage and whatnot. Whereas chaos control, the technique as used by Sonic, Shadow, Neo Metal, Metal Overlord, whatever, is something different.
2: I think I understand where you're going with this. Uh, Gaborah?
3: Another cosmology question, but it's not going to be complicated. Do you think in the Sonic multiverse, uh, there are worlds other than what could be, like, possible?
0: I don't know if you can hear the confusion on my face.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, basically there are worlds that are possible and then there are worlds that are just outright illogical, like cartoony, uh, contradictory. Uh, like...
0: Something that would be outside of what you would expect from the rules set by what's been established. Yes. I mean, from my understanding of the multiverse and its permutations, anything is possible. You know, if if there is any kind of Bit, there is a bite to it, but we're talking at a scope that I don't think Sonic would ever touch upon, so I don't know.
3: Okay, so Mirror, I don't have any questions anymore, so I'm just gonna let you finish it off like get the last questions in.
2: Okay, yeah, that's fine, right? So, a hypothetical modern take on Knuckles Chaotix, uh, like team up happens another time. You know, with Ray joining the team up this time. So, SPO and Mighty are rivals in Sonic the Comic, and they would be rivals here as well. Um, the question is who comes out on top between those two, and does everybody have what it takes to take down like a regular neo metal Sonic uh, together?
0: Well, if, if you're asking Mighty versus SPO, that's your classic strength versus dexterity conundrum. And that will just come down to whatever your preference is, I guess. <laughs> oh, uh, the, does the... the nimble ninjutsu overcome the unstoppable brute strength or does the unstoppable brute strength, you know, win with one hit? But if he doesn't make that hit, can he win? It's uh, I've, I've seen that circle go round and round. I ain't going in on it. It's whoever <laughs> you want to win. That's the answer
3: actually there's this channel called uh dead graphic uh he does some fan ideas and stuff like that i'm not go- telling you to watch it and but basically there are times where the villain ends up winning and it's like quite a shock because you don't expect it you think that the you think that the uh good guy would always win because that's what's right that's that's justice I think those type of storytellings make make like for some good possibilities. Sure,
0: see it all the time. As for a chaotic's reunion against did you specify neo metal or neo uh metal overlord?
2: Uh, just neo metal regular. Yeah,
0: they would be able to eventually wear him down. Yeah, they can take It'd him. It'd be an easy fight. They they could they'd they'd be okay in the end, ultimately. Get Adam to draw, it'll be sick. <laughs>
2: That would look so cool in cutscene, not gonna lie. So, for the time post, uh, that's just a game mechanic because the Japanese guidebook and manual say so, right? Like, when he time travels, and it's like his actual speed that lets him time travel. Is it, like, the same for the American version? Or is it just not his speed, but the time post that allows him to do those stuff?
0: I honestly don't know. I'm... I'm inclined to say that the signposts are a gameplay mechanic and not a lore thing, but I legit don't know.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, what else we got here? Yeah. So here's another question from a friend. Uh, this is a question on Chronicles. So, oh yeah. So he says, given all the trouble that Sega went through for years when it came to the lawsuit to keep the characters, uh, to keep these characters shade the nocturnus clan and the sonic chronicles game as a whole not canon because is it because ken penders owns them or because sega said so and how is twitter takeover more canon than chronicles if it even is canon
0: (laughs) uh i'm not gonna weigh in on legality or business decisions because i honestly don't know myself i've heard second and third hand stories i have my own rationale but i don't want to misrepresent anybody so it's better that i don't comment on that uh as for twitter takeovers they're not canon canon but like soft
3: canon. it's wait what do you mean by not canon canon i mean it's canon like it's approved by sega right i mean it's on the official sonic twitter like that has to come from Sega somewhere.
0: It's also self-parody. Tails did not jettison Yakker off into space to murder him. It was it
1: was a joke. Maybe he should have though. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like Twitter takeovers are more like treating the Sonic characters as actors in the various media instead of as the actual characters, so you do get some weird things. It kind of uh, depends.
3: I think so. there's a compromise. I think there's a compromise for this. Just consider it secondary canon and supplementary material if you want.
1: Uh, I mean, sure. If you yeah, want. That's what it boils
3: down to. Yeah.
1: You know,
0: if you If you want to accept it as hard fact, go for it. I ain't gonna throw a fit over it. Okay, I can tell let's... you the intent, but <laughs> I can't control the opinions of the internet. That <laughs> is a fool's errand.
2: See, and they do have social media according to the Sonic verse, so like the actor thing makes sense. Like they even had, like you know, when they were talking about Black Doom, you know, things got iffy because apparently, I don't know, something with Shadow doing something with Black Doom.
0: I just remember yeah. he eats
1: coffee beans. Uh...
2: And that's fine. All <laughs> oh, man, that. Eat the coffee beans straight up.
1: Yeah, yeah. That should be canon if it isn't, but, you know.
0: <laughs> the best part of waking up is Folgers and a spoon. Crunch, <laughs> crunch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's going to be canon in all of our hearts.
1: <laughs> if it's not officially canon, then yes, it is at least canon in our hearts. Yes. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Ian, did you ever find out if uh the 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 script, the steam description for uh Sonic, the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, was uh overlooked or approved by Sega? I asked this before, but yeah, it was. Oh dang. Okay, I'd hope so. (laughs) Okay, uh, Mayor finish up. We don't have
2: a lot of time. Okay, so here's another question from a friend. This is the same person, by the way. Uh, He says, Zeno shows up to destroy a universe and Goku runs. Time Eater shows up to destroy the universe and Sonic tanked it in his sleep. How is Sonic losing to Goku? Oh
3: my god. This this is gonna start a flame war, I can tell.
0: Uh, Well... If you want the blue rat to beat the monkey man, fine, he wins.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, yes.
2: Oh, oh yeah. What's your favorite uh, Dragon Ball movie, by the way, guys? Like, do you guys watch the Z movies? Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, if we're counting everything, uh, the the new Broly oh, that was just yeah. oh, that was exquisite.
3: It was the animation, the art style, the pacing. It was immaculate well
0: you take something as kind of brain dead 90s hyper violent as broly and you turn him into this endearing sympathetic character who goes through such an arc in such a short time and all of the callbacks to what came before mm, mm, good stuff good stuff
2: yeah it's probably a hot take but i like it more than the originals like that movie is just amazing Especially when they were like that that specific scene uh when they clashed together and then just like shattered reality wherever they went and then just came back. That was cool.
0: Well, the bit that gets me is where Broly's finally, you know, on his back foot and Frieza remembers killing Krillin and that's what set Goku off. Puts those points together so he kills Paragus just to set Broly off. It was like Oh, that's using the canon. You're using things. The characters learn and grow from their experiences. Yes!
2: (laughs) Perfect (laughs) callback. Dragon Ball should do that more often, not going to lie. Did did you guys watch uh, peak fiction? I know people are going to be hating on me for this, even though it's controversial, but it's still peak fiction in my heart. Uh, Did you guys watch Attack on Titan? Black Lagoon.
0: I've seen a couple episodes of Attack on Titan, and it's not my cup of tea. That kind of intensity, I just, mm, uncomfortable. Uh, and Black Lagoon, I have not seen anything of.
2: Attack on he's Titan, super
1: dark-toned. But you, with, uh,
3: you're, you're an Attack on Titan hater? Hang him! Who, me?
1: No, 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 I just haven't seen it. Oh. Hang <laughs> oh,
3: him!
2: Like yeah, it's definitely dark toned. Like it's basically you either can get into it because you have the tolerance for it, or or you can't because you know it's dark. But with Black Lagoon, it's uh, it's kind of like your rockish anime per se. Like you seen Cowboy Bebop, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of like oh, Cowboy Bebop is jazz and Black Lagoon is
3: rock. All right, all right, nice. All right, so uh. Are we down to our last question?
2: Yeah, one more for you. Okay, yeah. Since Sonic characters are starting to become uh, more like, character-focused, like story-focused, like what I've been seeing in IDW and Frontiers, Like, can, do you have like anything that you can tell me about that the Team Chaotix will get character arcs, like anything at all? That's possible.
0: Can't spoil short-term long-term plans you'll just have to wait and see and hopefully be happily surprised i hope so
2: and Gabora.
3: oh uh, yeah not gonna lie i got nothing
2: <laughs>
3: perfectly <laughs> all right, fine we
2: you had, you you
0: had a good old time
2: all right, all right uh, thank, thank you guys for interviewing us
0: absolutely before we wrap up right. where can they find you online
2: you guys can find me on my youtube same thing as uh, uh mere predeterminism i've been a uh, pretty inconsistent on the uploading since i've been busy but i'm gonna get back into it make sure you check it out
3: and me you can find me on youtube and on twitter is the same as the name on this episode uh my actual name is tyler renee miller it's a name my father gave me. You put the at sign and tyler renee m t y l e r r e n e e m look that up on twitter and you'll find my uh profile and uh on my youtube i have two channels uh the the first one is out of style uh i'm using the second one i'm active on there. It's the Mida Gebera 5882. So that's it for me. See so you
0: guys All later. Right. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. If you want to be just as cool as Mida Gebra, head over to patreon.com slash bumblecast, ko slash bumblecast, or become a YouTube member to get a guest spot of your own. Kyle, you got anything else? Mm, nope. Let's get out of here. All right. Then be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And we will see you next
1: time on the Bumblecast. Bye. See, see ya. ya. You've been listening to The Bumblecast, a co-production of Bumbleking Comics and the KNGI Network. Original theme music composed by Ken Coda-Snyder. Remixed intro by T. Lopes. Find out more information, along with podcast feeder links, MP3 downloads, and more at bumbleking.com and kngi.org.